2: What's up? Welcome in to the CHGO Chicago Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use code CHGO to live your bet life. Welcome in to what I am now calling, as of about five seconds ago when I just tweeted it and it was, came off the top of my head, Reality Check Thursday as we wrap up Bears minicamp here on the CHGO Bears podcast. I don't know why I added the Chicago part there. That was just redundant. I think the CHGO covers that. But welcome in Adam Hogue, Nicholas Moriano, our guy Lawrence slash Aaron Rodgers producing on the show today. I hope you enjoyed the glorious Bulls victory last night as he sat courtside at the Pfizer Forum. Why you got to bring me up already? Come on. Because I don't know. It's just fun. Because right. you're hardwired in. That's why. Obviously, it's jealousy. You got to sit courtside last night. Uh, yeah, it was a great game.
0: DeMar, the de fabulous DeRozan. Awesome. I mean, that's exactly and he how he took it, it to wow, Giannis, too.
2: It, Aaron breaking it down just like that. Yeah. Giannis. What hat are you wearing today, by the way? Oh, uh, that's the 83 uh, Chicago White Sox. I thought so. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my 83 pennant behind here. The also ADO original original
0: champion. recipe from the 80s. It, this is like not even really. There's <laughs> nothing in there
2: anymore. It's, it's just paper. Yeah, all together. Yeah, it looks good. It does it look good. good. All right, Nick, how are we feeling today? It seemed like you yeah. wore the appropriate attire practice.
1: I did. I actually yeah. finally got it right. I had, you know, one last opportunity. I was feeling good, though. The sun was shining and, you know, the bears are practicing. There there were bears in the woods. Like, it, it was a good day. It was a good day because I got the attire right. So I'm happy. There, about were, it. there were bears in the woods. What a reference
2: that we really cannot explain. They were Uh, not. Nope. It's a joke. We'll just say they're not grizzly bears. They were bears wearing jerseys. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, Welcome in. Appreciate everybody watching today. uh, As Nick stacked his three days of practice and got better each and every day. That's what it's all about. Right. Cannot say the same about the bears offense today. Unfortunately, you've probably already seen it on Twitter and everybody freaking out about an April practice. It's funny. I was actually walking back to facility from the practice field with Dan Weider and we were talking about how even with our best efforts no matter how we possibly tried to describe today pointing out what we saw what actually happened and trying to put it in proper perspective for April there would still be a
1: freak out and the freak out commenced I think yeah, and see, that's a thing where I was seeing fans. I wonder if they were almost just upset that there was this news that Fields didn't have a good day. It's like if he had a or if he had a bad day, but if he had a good day, would you want to know about? it? I just feel like fans were almost upset to just hearing about it. But uh. we didn't say that you know Fields is a bad player or anything. Just it was a it was a session, Adam. It was a session in practice, not the entirety. So yeah, it, it look it's it's April. The draft is next week. I get it. I get it. People are just antsy and you hear this. It's like, uh-oh, what's going to go? What's happening next? But yeah, it was to be expected. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll put it in the proper context and we'll try to keep things positive here as we do on the CHO bears podcast. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we appreciate you too. We are live every day on YouTube. Please subscribe. Hit the notification buttons. If you're listening to the podcast, please rate and review the pod. We appreciate you doing that, too. That helps us here at CHGO, helps promote everything, helps build everything. And we are excited to continue to build everything we're doing here at CHGO. Last night felt like a momentous night because it was like the can't miss show. I felt like after the Bulls, not our show, the Bulls show after the Bulls. Uh, beat the Bucks last night, which was a really fun game. I told you I needed a nap before the game if I was going to make it through last night. I did not get the nap in. So then I was like, I'll probably go to bed at halftime and just, and then I couldn't, and then I couldn't, and mm-hmm. then they won, and I was like, damn it, Matt Peck, Big Dave, I can't quit you. I need to turn on the CHGO Bulls podcast and get their reaction. Cause even their videos during the game and reactions are hilarious. Uh, so make sure you're following them over at the uh, CHGO underscore Bulls for, for all the reactions. Cause they're just, they're just hilarious. And it, and it was uh, a big win for the Bulls and Aaron Rodgers did take the L, which is, you know, nice. And that's why I think Nick, that, the Bulls have to get Justin Fields courtside tomorrow night, and absolutely. And then the Bulls have to win the game, and then that's a that's a win
1: for Justin Fields over Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. It is, and you know the Bears will take that; their fans will take it, and you know that puts us in the right direction, especially after you know this this Thursday practice. But I, as soon as the game ended, Adam, I went to you know the link for the post game show, and I was ready. Just to see Matt, and just just to see everybody in in the chat too, how excited everybody was. Like I was, I mean, just like you, just super excited to see the Bulls actually win a playoff game, and just see DeMar Rosa just take it to Giannis a couple of those times late in the game. It was like I was I was hyped up, despite Bears practice being you know an earlier practice today. Like I was ready for it. I, I wanted more, and we'll get it on Friday in person at the at the watch party. Awesome, seeing
2: somebody watching us right now from Bulgaria too. Ah uh, says it's one a.m. over there. That is great. We appreciate you tuning in. When that first started happening on the Hogan Johns podcast, like that was that was a really cool thing because like you t- you realize like this medium is the way you're reaching Bears fans that are halfway across the globe that otherwise like can't get Bears content. same way and even like in some countries there's restrictions over what you can actually consume even on the internet it's crazy Mm -hmm. so uh we love seeing that and appreciate you guys and yes for those of you not in bulgaria tomorrow night is a great night to to get to get to the uh, third rail tavern in chicago and uh, hang out with us we'll be there um matt obviously the bulls guys will be there matt peck big dave they'll be there probably the guys you the bulls fans definitely want to see but i can't wait to hang out Um, So please come by if you want to watch the Bulls. Maybe take a series lead. I mean, the whole thing, like, we didn't just win the game. They were winning from start to finish. And then Bobby Portis gets hurt. And then Chris Middleton goes down and he's spraying MCL. You're going, Mm -hmm. wow. All of a sudden, like, this series could be winnable, which I was definitely not expecting at this time yesterday when we were doing this show.
1: Yeah, and, like, two, like, the Bulls, shot so poorly in game 1 that they were and they were still in it right so like it's trending upwards adam i like the chances on friday if we if were there in first for the watch party to see a, a bulls victory man that's going to be electric yeah absolutely uh people asking
2: where's olin it is thursday i lost track of the days olin is not here he's still on vacation uh he is allowed his vacation obviously so he's uh he's been out for like a week He'll be back next week's draft week. Olin's going to be with us and uh, we got some bonus content. I can't wait for next week. We've already planned out a ton of draft content. We've been dropping some of these videos on YouTube too, right? Uh, people can check out the, our draft. I, we want to hear Olin crew. You want Olin? Olin, We got videos of Olin breaking down offensive linemen with you, Nick.
1: Yeah. And he did a fantastic, like you're not going to get anybody better than Olin Crew's breaking down these offensive linemen prospects. So him and I recorded, uh, five episodes. So definitely go to CHGO Sports. Check our YouTube page out. You can check out all those videos, and you're getting it from Olin crude. So you know this is you know good information, especially if the Bears are looking to maybe draft an offensive lineman, and with those first two second round draft picks, there's some guys within that range that we talk about. So definitely go check that out in CHGO Sports.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we appreciate everybody doing that. All right, let's let's talk about how big of a deal t- this was today. Um, let's put it in the perspective. Okay. Brand new offense, brand new defense. They just got to house hall a couple of weeks ago, whatever access they've had to the playbook, whatever they've been able to do on their own, whether it was fields throwing the Cole Kmet, Darnell Mooney in Atlanta, things like that. They're just getting in the building a couple weeks ago, having meetings, strength and conditioning type stuff. And they finally get out there and can, put it together this week in practice. Now, I was quite frankly a little bit surprised at how good Justin Fields looked Tuesday Um, considering, you know, it's your first time out there in a while. It is a new offense. They were not going up against a defense. They were going up against a defensive scout team a little bit, Mm -hmm. but they weren't really facing a defense. Still, things looked, he looked in rhythm. Things look, the timing looks good. And I think I said it either yesterday or the day before, though, Nick, is you do have to take it with a grain of salt because it all changes when you put a defense out there, and all of a sudden there's a pass rush, and all of a sudden you got different coverages that you're seeing. But and, – and so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you would expect some growing pains. And Matt Nieberflu's pointed out, too, afterwards and he offered this up in his opening statement without you know before feeling any questions about any struggles the offense had they didn't have a walkthrough this morning it was kind of a shorter day they wanted to leave time and we're going to talk about this in our next segment too um for some meetings that they're kind of evaluating each and every player from this mini camp and then they're going to have a draft meeting to kind of talk about how it affects the draft and we're going to talk about that too coming up here but the point being it was a shorter day they tried to crunch a lot into a little they did not have a walkthrough which is usually where you walk through the plays you're going to execute in practice. I'm not trying to list a bunch of excuses. I'm just trying to point out like this is like the first week of school in Mm -hmm. a tough like calculus class. You know what I mean? Like you're you're getting derivatives thrown at you for the first time and you're trying to figure out what the hell that means. And then you're being asked to do it against a defense and some struggles are expected. I guess the only thing I found a little concerning only in a micro sense for one day, not at all in a macro sense, is just how some of the bad plays sort of piled up on top of each other today. And that's going to happen. Um, you're going to have bad days like that. And I will say it's too bad there's not a practice tomorrow because my experience with Justin Fields in a very short period of time his rookie year and training camp last year was when he had a bad day. He usually followed that up with a good day. And a lot of times you can apply that to the games too. When he had a bad game, he usually Mm -hmm. had a good game after that. So just is what it is. It wasn't a great day. I don't think it's the end of the world. And, um, unless you want to start breaking down draft prospects uh, at the quarterback position, which somebody (laughs) did ask us to do already. So we got, (laughs) I think that would be an overreaction.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it was the thing that, again, you look at it in a microscope here. It was like a consecutive of five plays that happened after Justin Fields had made three or three completions. And then there was a stretch of five plays where it's like, okay, like this is where We again, I think a majority of, you know, us reporting saying it was it was a rough day because it was that stretch that he had. But like like we've been talking about, it was it was seven on seven. Like and there's a bunch of these guys that are getting thrown in for the first time and you're getting this offense. And that's to be expected in April in voluntary mini camp it's okay that it's happening now and you know matt Deverflus talked about making mistakes and what he wanted his players the the message that he had for the takeaway at the end of practice was this growth mindset to where how can you take a bad performance or a bad rep and learn from it and so that's that's exactly what is going to happen from maybe that stretch of practice for for Justin fields for this offense and how they can build off of this if you're going to make mistakes you do it right now you do it right now in voluntary mini camp. You do it in training camp. You do it next week, you know, after the draft picks get in here. Like, that's where these mistakes happen. So, that come playing, you know, the regular season, you hope to limit those mistakes or at least learn from them. So, yeah, any talk about like, all right, who, let's, let's, let's look at these quarterbacks again, see if the, you know, the Bears, no, it it's fine that it's happening. You'd rather see it now. But like, I, like we said at the top of the show, Adam, it's like, we knew fans would see this information and be like, "What's going on here?" but that's that's what happened today, and like you said, if there was another practice tomorrow, I wonder how a Justin Fields would have performed,
2: you know, and honestly, on the flip side, um it's probably a good sign that the defense was getting the ball on the ground and creating some takeaways too um right as we we're getting kind of getting kicked off the field. It seemed like there may have been a pick six. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a legitimate pick six or just another one of those defense pretending they got a turnover and returning it um, because we couldn't see the whole play. But um, I I, I will say if I'm looking for, it's interesting. It's it's kind of a double-edged sword, but I was very impressed with the defense this week in how quickly that hits principle actually was translated in front of our eyes in practice, the hustle, the intensity, the picking up the football. Like we've talked about this last couple days. And like in even creating the takeaways, that's what you want them to be doing. So like, that's the other side of it. Um, And somebody pointed out in the comments on the right. Cause we see this every year in training camp, the defense usually has an edge early on an advantage. And that is true. So, but the other side of that with the defense, maybe it's just because Jalen Johnson and Robert Quinn aren't out there, but there may be a little bit more holes than or question marks than we've really gotten into on this show enough. Like, I, I'm probably guilty of it myself, just being like, yeah, they lost Khalil Mack, but a lot of the guys are back, and you know, the, New defense and new coaches should create more takeaways and it should just, you know, we shouldn't be worried about the defense. I don't know, man. I like seeing like Matthew Adams out there is a little bit of a reminder. Uh, they they, they do have holes on that side of the ball, which is part of the reason why I feel like every time I throw out a defensive prospect and our a prospect and everyone gets upset, like, no, only offense. I'm like, I don't know, man.
1: there's still holes on that yeah, defense Bears- right now. Yeah, the Bears actually, so they had five tryout players, Adam. They actually signed two of them maybe, what, just three minutes ago. They signed Greg Stroman, the defensive back, and they signed David Moore, the wide receiver. So they're looking to add to this roster that, like you just pointed out, has so many holes on it. But yeah, just kind of looking at the DBs that were uh, playing David Moore made a play today, by the way. He did. He and did my, make my,
2: my reaction to that play, actually, and I wonder if Ryan Poles had the same reaction now that they signed him. I said, sign him. Why not?
1: You have 500 roster open roster spots open right now. Absolutely, yeah. So I was like, uh, I had number uh, 18 jotted down in, in the notes there. I was like, all right, now he's got a roster spot. We'll see if he sticks with that number once uh, everything gets finalized. But yeah, the Bears have a lot of holes, and a lot is still on the defense, even though they were flying around a lot. Like you mentioned yesterday where there was a ball on the ground, they, defense the defense kind of corralled that like they almost do it instinctively. And it's so early on too, which is encouraging to see at this point in, you know, now that voluntary mini camp is officially over. It's nice to see that instinctively like, Hey, the ball's on the ground. Let's try, you know, create like a, a convoy for the ball carrier and go, go find the end zone. And I like that a lot. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't want to overact. I don't say I don't want to overact the other side either with just how good the defense looked at times. They just, the one thing I do think that matters is how quickly they really were showing off the hits principle. I thought, Um, I thought that was a good sign. So uh, we'll just have to continue to, to monitor that. And I think we just look, we got a small sample size, very limited reps in three days very limited team reps to go off of. It's just a ref. Honestly, I like, I just take these first three days. It's a bonus mini camp and mm-hmm. I treat it the same way. It's a bonus opportunity to get our eyes on going back to more of what we talked about Tuesday, to be honest with you, just how guys look for the first time. You know, how did I mentioned Byron Pringle being bigger than I thought? That's one example. Um So, not going to overreact to the results on the field, but I do think uh, a lot of it's worth mentioning. All right. Got to tell you about PointsBet, our friends, the CHGO code. You need to check it out. It's the best way to support CHGO right now. Downloading that PointsBet app, use the code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership unlocks all of our web content you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the chgo locker that's two thousand dollars in free bets a free chgo membership and a free t-shirt from the chgo locker all for making more than a 50 dollars first time deposit at points bet any questions email pointsbet at all chgo.com will help you out uh lawrence personally responds to every single one of those emails himself too yeah. so um Yeah. No, that's not that part's actually what (laughs) that part's not true. Yeah, that's not true. No, but um, he still is a friendly guy and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can interact with him here in the comments, but he will not respond to you. Somebody else will. Somebody who's probably more helpful than Lawrence when it comes to uh, problems with. Um that whole thing so points bet at all dot will help you out uh look this is your home for live in play betting it just got better because the live nba same game parlay last night would have been a great night to get in on that with the, oh, with yeah. the bulls and bucks game first time ever you can build the perfect live nba same game parlay it's only with points bet and you can boost those parlays too. watch live parlay live boost live with points bet Online sign-up is available in Illinois. Download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Really, what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: All right. Our next partner is a product I use on a daily basis. I'm actually about to run out of it, which is kind of sad. It's Athletic Greens. I started taking my Athletic Greens because I wanted to see what the hype was all about. And I've been taking them right before my morning workouts, right when I get up, just take my athletic greens. And honestly, you feel the difference. And as Olin always says, he can see the difference, which I really appreciate, Olin. Um, with the, uh, one one water
2: bottle get, they gave you. Well, it's supposed to be for the greens. Yeah. I don't have the greens in there right now. They would be green. I just have water in here. I'm trying to hydrate. <laughs> it looks stylish, though. It looks but good. That's see? a bonus because this thing comes in handy for a lot of different things.
1: Exactly. Like water and athletic greens. But with one scoop. Of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, and it all helps your day start off in the right way. The mixture of greens helps your immune system, gives you energy and improves your focus. And that's exactly why I take my Athletic Greens to help me get through, you know, these busy mini camp days, which are finally over now. But what's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. Also, it helps support better sleep, sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance.
2: You know the White Sox needed more uh, athletic greens, I think. They well, sure, sure do. They're games. on
1: a that would have helped they're not looking too good.
2: I think that's what they're if they need be. everything. That's yeah, yeah.
1: Pitching also would, would be good. Pitching
2: too. a couple more <laughs> bats. Not having every single person injured. And I saw right before we came on here that uh Luis Robert has some kind of groin strain. So that's good. This that's is- awesome. Uh we do have a super chat to get to. Monsey says the bucks are gonna know why they call it the Madhouse on Madison. Hashtag seared. Um the Madhouse, it's gonna be I bet you it's gonna be crazy. Excuse me, it's C red wow, that's hilarious. That, that just happened. <laughs> I couldn't see it.
1: I couldn't see it because my screen's so small. Uh, like seared. seared.
2: That's what I'm going to say, too. Oh, yeah. Seared. Got yeah. it. Okay. What do you, you got, this, got for us? Do you, do you use capital
0: letters in your hashtags? I do, yeah. I yeah. like to like hashtag mm-hmm. with some caps. Yeah. You know,
2: that's why that happened. I just read it really quickly. And yeah. then it came out. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. But the C red thing
0: i bet I know someone who uses all caps in their hashtags, and that's our guy, Nunu Johnson, who's not – I haven't seen him today, but uh, – Yeah, where's Nunu? He always he, – He's
2: definitely caps. an all-caps guy. Okay.
0: What are the uh, chances I this
2: What What are the chances that whole thing there ends up on social media? Oh,
1: I think oh. we should definitely make that oh. happen. Let's uh, mark where we're at in the uh, show, Florence, yeah, and, we're we're and we'll be good to right go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: just got to Makes our job it. a little easier, though. Just gotta yeah. own it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think yeah. I'm seeing too much red right now. All right. Uh, we got a bunch of other questions to get to as well from from camp the last couple of days. Um, let's see. Talk about the offensive line. Jordan's asking. Uh, still Travis Gibson at right tackle, Borum at left tackle, refer at right guard. I don't think I'm allowed to tell you that, but um, I'll just say I haven't noticed any changes since the last time we the head coach talked about that.
1: That, you is a, that is, per- I lo- that's really good. See, I'm learning, learning yeah. from from a professional right here. Yep, yeah. exactly what Adam said. Uh, yeah, George wants a special teams update. <laughs> uh, Eddie Jackson talked about he will not, most likely, not be returning punts. So I can tell you that because Breaking he news. said it himself. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: that would be awesome though. And I think we should
1: see that. I I would be all open to that cuz he was dynamic at, at Alabama, but yeah. you know, could be injury prone there. So who knows?
2: Um good question from Turu 214. Why are these camps and practices only 3 days at a time? Um well, it's a good question, I guess. But, I mean, like, that's how they do veteran uh, man- mandatory minicamp in June is that way. And then, like, kind of the way the OTAs are grouped, there's, like, uh, three weeks of OTAs where they're actually on the field. And each week is three days where they're allowed out there. So, I think it's just kind of the the way they do it. And then if you think about how a practice week is stru- structured during the week, too, like, once you get to the season, it's usually Wednesday thursday and then friday's sort of a shorter day so i think it just kind of gets the teams in that that habit of going three days at a a time training camp you'll get uh the four-day chunks when things get a little bit harder and the practices are longer but for the most part during the season it's sort of more like this pace and i think this that sort of simulates it um so and frankly that's what they're allowed three days of an extra mini camp so you're going to take all advantage of three days. It's just what the rules say. So uh, another question from Jordan has, has Montgomery looked as fast as last training camp? Uh, I cannot answer that yet. Partially just because of the, what we saw this week. Um, Like they, they're not going at high enough speed. And I'd like to prefer to, I prefer to see pads on like, that's when I, when I, first started making an observation in training camp last year, it was after we saw team drills in pads, him like breaking through the line, getting out in the open space and just seeing a little bit of an extra gear than we had seen in past years. Um, And again, we talked about this before. Like I felt like that disappeared a little bit when um, after the knee uh, knee injury, mm -hmm. not that he got bad just that extra oomph that he had kind of put on in the off season. That's the only thing he lost. He was still, I was impressed with how good he looked the rest of the year, even after that.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, And Montgomery did say that that was something he was still working on in the off season. When we got a chance to speak with him yesterday, he was working on, you know, the speed component, but also just figuring out defenses. What can he, you know, get from defenses? If he can get a tell from a defensive lineman, how they're kind of lined up, but he did say the speed, Working on that was still something that he focused on in the offseason. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, one thing we want to talk about here is how this mini camp is going to impact draft decisions. So Iberflus told us that they were getting together at 2 o'clock today as coaches and scouting staff to basically go through what they saw this week and the player by player, what they saw get to take from the position coaches, Communicate that with your scouting staff so you have a good understanding of what the team needs are. And that's why a big reason why this bonus mini camp that teams with a new head coach get and happens before the draft. That's what's so great. Like the Bears have been able to get on the field this week when other teams have not. So it's a little small advantage they get, and you want to take advantage of it. So we wanted to have this discussion too, Nick, and I'll, I'll start with you. But is there anything you saw in these three days that has influenced maybe the way that you would stack positional needs for the Chicago Bears going into the draft next week?
1: I'll say this because it's hard to evaluate line play at this point without pads. Sure. So that didn't skew me one way or another that they need somebody uh, on, you know, th- those types of specific players. But when you look at the wide receiver room, and even with Darnell Mooney, kind of said today in his press conference, like, yeah, have they looked at some of these draft prospects? Yeah, and he pointed out, like, George Pickett's from Georgia. And then just seeing that sequence of plays in seven-on-seven, seven, it's like, man, I think, even though it's it's just voluntary minicamp, I do see wide receiver as more – it was always a priority. Don't get me wrong there. But maybe even more so now as we kind of approach the draft, but definitely wide receiver. And then we kind of talked about the corners, like the numbers and the people who are actually taking reps there. It's like, they, they need bodies there, Adam. So like those two skilled positions are things that, yes, they were already major high needs for the bears. But after kind of seeing these three days of mini camp, they kind of, I think, move up a little bit up the ladder for me.
2: For me, the most obvious one was when you see Sam Mustafer line up at right guard. You just like, <laughs> like we already yeah. knew that going in, but it just sort of emphasized. Yep. Okay. Got to mm-hmm. get a solution there. Um, I'll tell you one need that I've kind of backed off a little bit on. I, I still think it's a need, but that's a linebacker spot because I've done a mock draft. I've done some prospects here on the show where we've talked about linebackers and try to kind of finding that long-term piece next to Roquan Smith, just seeing him and Nick Morrow work together the last few days, uh, seeing how fast Morrow is in person. um, Mm -hmm. I can live with that. I I, I still think it's a need, but not necessarily something that needs to be addressed in the second round um, as much as I've brought it up before. So I think that that's something that was adjusted a little bit. Um, the silver lining of Jalen Johnson, not being there this week is your other corners got a lot of playing time, got a lot of reps to evaluate. I didn't necessarily, unless I missed anything and you tell me, I didn't necessarily see any special plays made though by any of the defensive backs.
1: Um, no, not nothing that I can remember. And, yeah. yeah, no, that's nothing nothing special out of that unit with the guys that they had. Although DHC did have an interception today. He did. And I didn't know if we could say that, but he definitely did. And that's where the convoy of players kind of, you know, tried to lead him to the ends of there. But now you know.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, you know, this is a good moment for him. And that's a position where right now he's kind of penciled in as that other safety with mm-hmm. Eddie Jackson. And I'm trying to. <laughs> trying to look at that and go all right he seems to he's one of the longest tending bears now actually mm-hmm. and we've seen him kind of mature into a guy you can trust a little bit more on the field and it started as kind of like that dime guy they would bring in he made some plays remember the tom brady game couple of Years ago in the COVID mm-hmm. year, he sealed that game right with the whole what don't is it? Um,
1: and,
2: and it's like, can he really do you really want him to be the one who's the starter?
1: I th- probably not, Adam. Pro- I mean, but in this uh, defense, looks-
2: I kind of wonder if he it, it will help him a little bit more. I don't, I but yeah, I'm with you. I was, I'd say probably not. But can you live with him if you end up drafting a safety while that safety
1: develops a little bit?
2: Yeah, I think so. Maybe, maybe this year with this team, possibly.
1: Yeah, the thing is with DHC, he he's in the right spot usually. Like it's not like he blow. There's like blown coverages or anything when he's in there. It's just can is he athletic enough to make some of those plays and maybe another capable safety would be if they were in that position. So I think he knows his assignments, really smart player. And every single year, like that's a guy that's actually improved. We've seen player progression out of him specifically. And if the bears say like, Hey, we're going to start week one, Deandre Houston Carson, Andy Jackson. Like, I'm not going to, you know, look at that position. Like, Oh, like defense are just going to target him. And maybe that's the mindset, but Like, you could do worse. You can honestly do a lot worse than having DeAndre Houston Carson there.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. Um, So, but that's an example of what I was talking about earlier. You get eyes on the whole defense, and it kind of emphasized because you didn't have Jalen Johnson and Robert Quinn out there, but you just sort of realize, yeah, you need another safety you probably want some depth at linebacker. Are they going to go in with... Because Matthew Adams is kind of a similar guy at that strong safety spot, or at the strong uh, linebacker spot. Because, you know, he's a special teams type guy. You're probably not going to be on the field a ton because there's there's always in so much nickel. But... Eber has also said he wants that guy to be able to play the Mike and the Will linebacker spots, too. I don't know if he's the guy that fits that bill. Um, so I think that that's as much as I just sort of downplayed the linebacker spot, I'm thinking of it more in tor- terms of Nick Morrow and finding a permanent Mike linebacker for the next 10 years. Um, you know, I still think they should come out with a linebacker at some point, maybe a little bit later on in the draft.
1: Yeah. And Adam, actually. Matt Eberflus kind of talked about how Roquan and the inside linebackers can be almost interchangeable in terms of, like, the assignments, what they do, and he said almost that third guy is, is super important. And when he said that, I'm like, well, who is the Bears' third guy? You're saying this guy is su- super important. Who who kind of fills that role for, for the Bears at this moment in time? And going back to needs, now has that become – not a priority, but just something to consider with the six draft picks that you have because of, again, what is kind of mentioned today. If one of those guys gets taken out, who, who goes in to fill there if, you know, say someone goes down with an injury, you still need another guy that you can rely on. So I think, you know, that inside linebacker position, although it may not be the highest need, it's still kind of on there.
2: Well, Nick's got another message here from one of our another one of our great partners. But first, I we do have a bunch of comments in there kind of asking about the media policy and why we can't say more. It's just I would tell you it's the, the rules uh, that the Bears have in place and we have to follow them or we don't get to watch practice. And I'd rather have the practice open and be able to see these things and kind of log them in my memory. Even if we can't give all the details publicly, I get some of it because. You don't want to give away your depth chart this time of year. You don't want to give away things you're doing. But you know, we are allowed to say when a guy makes a good play and certainly ask that coach about it or even a bad play or when a guy struggles and and not give anything away. So that's all right. Um, there was a question up there. Like he thought this was from the Nagy era. It's actually started John Fox's first year. Uh, mm-hmm. There was kind of a shift in bourbonnais that year with all these. And that was when practices were open. And it was just all of a sudden um, the shift in – it, it, it especially affected, uh, I'm getting a little bit too much in the weeds, probably, it especially affected uh, the the, the photogs and the uh, TV stations uh-huh. and what they couldn't shoot, and not shoot, and put on the news. Because um, I think there was some story John told once, John Fox, about how he actually picked something up off the news. Like before a road game, he was in whatever town they were, whatever city, and he saw something on the news. On their opponent, and they used it against them. Wow. So, this is where the paranoia of coaches comes in. And I do actually understand it um, to an extent, and it's fine. But that's sort of the explanation for why we have to follow the rules.
1: That's how it works. And we don't, yeah, we don't want to step on any toes here. But let me ask everybody this everyone who's listening, watching, Lawrence, I know you're hearing this. Do you want to start your day with a competitive edge? Yes. Perfect. All right, we got a we got a head nod and a thumbs up. Well, here's how you can do that, Lawrence. Strava CBD coffee oh, is an Strava. absolute game changer. Mm. Strava, yeah. Delicious. It's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious fresh roasted specialty coffee. It's good. Infused yep, it is good. Infused with organic broad spectrum CBD, and Lawrence, just in case, CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you, like feeling alert and focused without the jitters, living your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains, plus including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling at your best. And the best part of all of this, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage of effects and benefits. CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. And if you already love Strava, subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you are in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. I enjoyed that comment, by the way, that
2: it was a state farm. Farm, Hey, uh,
0: this is a wonderful $10 super chat from Bear Forever14. Thank you, Bear Forever. He says, Hey guys, how about the Bulls? Also, I mocked George Pickens to the Bears. So now it's officially canon. Go Bears and go CHGO. Pickens, let's
2: go. To the Bears.
0: Hashtag Sears. How about this bear forever? What pick did you mock him to the bears? That's a good question. Probably in the second round. So um, 39 yeah. or 48.
2: Come yeah. On. Good. Po- yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, speaking of that, we should get to our prospects for today. And uh, our pick a prospect segment before we get out of here, Nick, why don't you go ahead with your guy
1: today? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really, I don't know, split on this because the Nebraska guy, now we see Iowa, but I'm going with the center, Cam Juergens, mm-hmm. 6'2", 303 pounds. Dude is athletic, Adam, really good in space. You see a guy on tape that understands what defenses are doing and where he needs to be ultimately on a, on a given play. And when he pulls and gets out to lead block, <laughs> Jurgens usually finds a target. It may not be the right one all the time, but he's finding somebody and laying him out. And he does play with this edge. Um, you can just put watch the first couple minutes of the, the Oklahoma game. And Perrion Winfrey's there. They go up a couple of times. Jurgens holds his own for sure. But if you're a DB and you get in this guy's way, you're going to end up on the ground. And like I said, face Winfrey and held his own and even won a lot of those reps that he was able to go against. Somebody that's going to maybe be a day-two draft pick. And what I also like about him, looks for work. He had his constantly on a swivel looking to help out his fellow linemen, And that ultimately helps his quarterback. Now with a guy like Juergens, like he did have some penalties uh, penalty issues in, in college. I said, he does play with an edge sometimes at a fault penalized in that same game against Oklahoma for blocking a DB and then just kind of burying him and putting all of his weight on him. The DB was done. He just made sure it was finished. He got penalized for that, but, he was also flagged for for some holding calls and again those unnecessary roughness and just his overall size at six two three zero three, again some of those bigger nose tackles are going to give him trouble, but it's like what giant nose tackle is not going to give these you know these centers trouble. So he he's somebody that has a lot of upside and gets compared a lot to a Tyler Linderbaum, um, maybe like a down downgraded version of it, but second round draft pick projection there and. You know, the Bears obviously just need help on the offensive line. Just need to get guys in there. And Cam Jurgens could be a guy. I mean, plus, plus just look at him. Look yeah. at that face.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, if you're watching on YouTube, plus he has that amazing mustache. And, you know, as as you guys know here at CHGO, we are a pro mustache organization, mm-hmm. um, even though I can't grow one. I was just about to ask Adam, Kit yeah. Eddie,
1: Eddie facial hair
2: or you know what? Actually, that what I just said is a lie. I could grow a mustache. Um, okay. I could not do the full beard like this part here eh, is just going to be a little empty, but if I actually did the mustache, it could, my, my father, Richard Hogue, who does not miss his show and sometimes, uh, sends Kevin Kada emails about CHGO. Oh. Um, <laughs> he has an epic mustache. So Sweet. But I, I don't know if it translates to me. Maybe that skips a generation or something. As long, Hey, as long as it's up here, that's all I care about. I'm good with it. Very true. As long as it stays there. Um, And if you are watching on YouTube too, please hit that like button. We've had some people commenting about that, and I should be saying it too. If you're enjoying what's going on, hit that like button too as well. It helps us. Uh, All right. My guy today is somebody who I don't know if I'm following our own rules here, but people keep bringing up Justin Ross's name in the comments and asking why we haven't talked about him. So I said, okay, I will talk about him today. I think most of these guys we've talked about in a positive light, hey, this is somebody the Bears should draft. I have to be honest. I think I'm actually on the other side of the fence with Justin Ross. Mm. But everybody's asked about him, so we'll break them down for you, okay? Justin Ross, extremely talented. Almost 6'4", great size. Could probably fill out a little bit of 205, but the size... The measurables, everything you want, the production, his, his rookie, uh, rookie years, freshman year at Clemson. First of all, he's been at Clemson and he's led them in receiving every year he's played, and it's Clemson. So that alone is impressive. As a freshman, he managed 1,000 yards on just 46 catches without starting a game, which is a remarkable stat line, really, uh, averaging 21.7 catches per game. He was a freshman All American. Uh, Took a little bit of a step back the following year as a full-time starter, but he was also facing more attention. But that average catch uh, dropped from 21 to 13. 2020 is really where the problem started. And he had a major spinal surgery. That is a, I mean, in terms of red flags, very high up there. And then he also suffered a foot injury when he came back last year. I will say he came back, he played, 10 games before he suffered the foot. So maybe he's past that spinal injury, but that's the leap you're taking with Justin Ross, who otherwise like probably man, when he's having that amazing 2018 season as a freshman, he's you're thinking like, Oh, this is a future top five pick. So there's some upside there. If you want to take a chance, I feel like a team might even reach for him as early as the fourth round. We've seen this payoff with Eddie Jackson in the past with a later pick, uh, some injury concerns, but I don't know. When I hear spinal, he just doesn't seem to be the same player. One of my rules, Nick, as we go through this, is I really like guys that improve each year, right? Mm-hmm. 2018 was a long time ago. And if you're drafting yep. them off as freshman tape, that's a leap to me.
1: I mean, Adam, the bears are good in 2018. So that's how, you know, it was a long time ago.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> that's a great point. Everybody's been asking about it. So I wanted to bring them up and, and discuss it. So, um, I, I'm okay with a flyer. I don't, I wouldn't do it before the fifth round debatable in the fifth round. Um, six, seventh round. I'm fine with it. Cause those are kind of flyer picks anyway, but, uh, so I won't completely bash the pick if it were to happen, but uh, very interested to see what the medicals are on Justin Ross. All right. Good show today. It's been a fun three days with these uh, mini camp shows. We'll be back tomorrow at our regular time back to 11 a.m. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us in the late afternoon, early evening, in the last three days, as we recapped all these pa- practices. We're back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Will will be here Will DeWitt, and uh, make sure you check out those draft videos, the the making a case videos, offensive line. Uh, do Have we dropped more of those, or is it just the old line out there right now? We dropped uh, the
0: cornerbacks. corners to take that uh, out of your mouth there, Nick. But, yeah, cornerbacks. Working on uh, wide receivers next. That's our next uh, position that we're going to look at. Nice. I don't think Justin Ross was one of the guys we did. Sorry, Justin Ross. We just talked about you.
2: No, because I got to pick the That's guys good. and uh, yeah. I just gave you the reasons why that wasn't one of the guys I picked. So exactly. Now you got it there instead, but a bunch of wide receivers coming your way, dropping on the mm-hmm. YouTube channel. So make sure you are subscribed. Make and sure those you're are excited. on a playlist. Someone they, asked in the chat, put them in a playlist. Okay. They're already cool. there, Jeremy. So yeah, there yeah. is a separate yeah. playlist for those, those yeah. videos. And then you can kind of watch them in order sequentially better uh, in the playlist, but they're there for you. Appreciate everybody. Um bearissimo so, I want to be fair Barlissimo points out it wasn't an injury it was a congenital defect, which was corrected fair enough. It happened after a hit though in uh spring practice, I believe uh which helped them discover it and we're talking about semantics here,
1: regardless it's it's
2: a spinal Man. issue for a football player that's a big red flag, and I guarantee you different teams are going to be looking at that very differently and all as I always say in the draft it only takes one it only takes one mm-hmm. team and it, yeah I think he's one of the more interesting names in the draft because you could have some team that's like well, ah I see the talent I'll take him in the second round so it's just whatever your appetite is for risk there and I don't know that Ryan Poles in this position as a first time GM should be using one of those mm-hmm. second round picks on him so
0: every day <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Every time. now We're here's good. the question. If I if I actually do get my haircut, which I am w- planning to do, it's just I'm always here and don't have time to. Call. <laughs> uh, will I still be called Aaron Rodgers? Is it is it the eyes? What is it? Is it the hair? I don't know. What wow. You really point?
1: look like Thanks. I'm right there. Like the ear, with, Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I don't think it can go away. Pat McAfee thinks he's got this whole Aaron Rodgers exclusive interview thing hey. on a podcast cornered with. It, I, we got it here too. I'm just too. waiting for one of you
0: to just start chugging beers and wearing a tank top. And then I'm <laughs> ready to be on.
2: <laughs> Maybe if we do a show Saturday, which I don't want to do, sorry, but if Saturday when it's 80 degrees out.
0: Yeah. I'll be working on my deck. So Ooh. it's deck season, hmm.
2: deck season, painting,
0: sanding, <sighs> working on the lattice. And then the, I've got the Ooh. company coming to actually do the painting part of it. Cause you know, I like to pay for things.
2: That's a a life advice. You already know this, obviously. That's a good move. Painting sucks. Yeah, it's no fun. Painting sucks. All right. We're out of here. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Follow Suns Winter at CHGO underscore sports underscore bears underscore seared. Hashtag seared. That's not a real Twitter account, but maybe it should be. Maybe it is now after that.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: All right. I hope so. Everybody have a good evening. Talk to you tomorrow.